What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Small World Business Podcast. My name is Justin Colzo. I'm here with my guest, or my co-host, excuse me. <laughs> Dan Poku. We are <laughs> back, guys. Yeah, what's, up? what's up, guys? This is episode yeah. two. Um, really wanted to thank you guys for episode one. I got yeah. a lot of solid feedback. Thanks a lot. From a handful of people, a couple yeah. of good friends, um, yeah. some people that I've talked business with. Really gave me some helpful feedback. And I think Dan as well. Same. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good information, so... Appreciate everyone taking the time out to kind of listen and, you know, tune in to us. So hopefully, you know, we keep it going and you guys, you know, stay, stay listening. We want to handle, handle, we want to talk about a couple things. The first thing we want to talk about is to kind of recap what episode one was, what it was all about. One of the biggest things that I got positive feedback on was that people liked how we laid stuff out. People liked that we had a roadmap, kind of gave an idea as to what we're looking at and you guys can expect from us. But then we had negative feedback. The biggest piece of improvement that I was suggested was the audio. Yeah. And I hope you guys see that we've, we've handled that. We had yeah, a little changes, a couple we, changes. We had a mic thing that we kind of went ahead and took care yeah. of. And pretty happy with what we went ahead and got. I don't remember the name. It's, called, it's a company called Movo. And we're pretty happy with the mics that we're working with right now. So yeah. I think the audio situation's been It should changed. be a lot better. A lot better going forward. But not too bad for our first you know, episode. You yeah. Know? Ever? And, so. and what we could have done really when I was listening to it on my way home was we could have gone back and re-recorded it and I didn't want to do that because I wanted it to be candid and open and honest Definitely. Yep. and the whole point of this podcast is not for you guys to think that Dan and I are experts the whole point of this podcast is right. for you guys to see us grow in business mm. so that you can hopefully grow alongside of us or grow exactly. past us and then we'll play catch up if we need to right. the whole point is to grow together and we wanted you guys to see that progression because that audio growth was step one, really. Oh, for sure. I can't wait until like episode 110. And we're like, wow, we sound like professional. We got our life together, yeah. 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 So that's really one of the things that I want to talk about was, you know, hey, we're not experts. We're not. And the whole point of today's episode, we're going to talk about growth. Right. And I think that that minor screw up in episode one was a good mm. starting point for us because it showed us that there was a lot of room to grow. Right. We wanted those authentic and unedited conversations right. because... I take the recording and I uploaded it as is mm -hmm. and I send it to Dan as is because right. I don't want to fluff anything up and neither yeah. does Dan. It's the whole point of how we do business and how we have our conversations. And at the same time, that's kind of like how we talk, you know, so it was like we bounce ideas off of each other. We kind of like, you know, explore different opportunities. So that's us in a nutshell. So it's kind of like bringing our convos to light in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty spot on. And so that's, that's the reality of it. Like I, like I mentioned, the biggest thing for us right now, especially, is growth. Definitely. We want to grow, so we actually went ahead and set up an email. It is swbusiness at gmail.com. Excuse me, swbusinesspodcast mm. at gmail.com. It would be helpful if I was a little more intelligent there. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and set up social media pages, all this stuff, because right. we want to grow. We want to reach mm. new people in new markets. Yep. Part of growth, and I've heard this from a couple of different people, and it's something that I strongly believe in is that when it comes to growing, you want to be the dumbest person in the room. Mm. And that's a really weird sentence and an odd sentiment if you have to think about it truthfully. And the reality of the matter is that if you surround yourself with smarter people, you're bound to grow. Mm. You are the sum of the, I think it's the 10 people that you hang around with the most. That's what, yeah. yeah. And it, it is the, it's an old adage, but it, I find it to be very, very true. And that's why I surround myself with people and I do very hard and I think Dan does as well Same, yeah. to be around people that are smarter than me in a lot of different senses, whether that's financially as Dan is, 
or when it comes to running a business in different markets. I have connections that own several different uh, deli chains and he'll actually be in on this podcast in a couple of weeks, hopefully. People that have done things very, very successfully and made a good chunk of money off of doing that mm. are people that I want to be around because it's not an experience that I've necessarily had. And I don't know if Dan can touch on that at all. Yeah. But you want to be around people that are always more intelligent than you in certain aspects. Right. And it allows you the opportunity to ask questions. Like even they, they might seem dumb, you know, coming from you, but like until you ask that question, like you don't know what's, you know, reality or what's right, what's wrong. So even in business, you know, getting started, as you start to get started in your career, you'll realize like asking questions of what kind of gets you to where you need to be. And it's a learning process too. So it's like you ask questions, you learn. You ask questions, you learn. So um, I agree, I'm the same way. I try to surround myself with people that, you know, are like-minded in the sense to where, you know, they are on the grind or they do have ambition or, you know, they do have like good values, good morals. So um, that's kind of like how I operate as a person and, you know, in the business world as well. I think a lot of people, and Dan kind of touched on this, are afraid to look stupid. Yeah, and I, for 21 years of my life, always was, until I finally had a client, this was earlier this past year, so before I turned 22, so actually it was last year, excuse me, he is a lawyer, I mean, he has a JD, he is a very educated human being, but he looked me in the eye and goes, I was telling him it's time for his next payment, X, Y, and Z, and he asked me to draw a calendar, and he grabbed a marker and drew a calendar on the whiteboard. And he had me mark where every session on that calendar was because he couldn't picture it in his head. And he, I thought it was the silliest thing in the world, but he laughed and he went, okay, that makes sense. And he went ahead with the payment. He had no issue with it. His comment to me, and this is a lawyer by trade, he looked me in the eye and said, I'm never afraid to look like an idiot. Right. He goes, I can't be afraid to ask stupid questions because I always want to be informed of what's going on with my life, what's going on around me. If there's something I don't know, I want to understand it, maybe not fully, but at least better. Mm. This is a guy making, I would venture, $150,000 a year, and he really doesn't work super hard anymore. But he's not afraid to look like an idiot, and he's making good money because he's not afraid to ask questions no one's willing to ask. Right. And it's a, a lesson that I learned and have really tried to kind of implement in my life mm. because I think it's something that we could all learn from and really practice better. Right. And even for me, like when it comes to working, I feel like if I have that question, like nine out of 10 times, there's someone else in the room that has the same question. You know, so it's like, exactly. So it's like me being able to like make myself look like an ass sometimes, you know, for the better good of like the other people in the room, you know, I'm willing to do that just because it's like, I want to know if it's right or wrong. I want to know, you know, if it's, if I'm thinking this way, why, why am I thinking this way? Or why should I be thinking, you know, another way? Uh, depending on the situation so like justin said don't ever be afraid to ask questions even if you think it's you know the stupidest question in the world is like someone else probably in that you know room the same or, boat, yeah. yeah has the same you know question so i think a piece of that nervousness to ask stupid questions or to look stupid plays into i, mean, I said nervousness so it plays into your nerves all right that kind of goes into what we had in that first episode. Neither Dan nor I have ever done a podcast. Never. It's really the first time that we've actually gone into business together, despite talking about it for the last two years. <laughs> there were a lot of nerves going into last week, and I think it plays into a couple of different things. For Dan, I think a part of it, truthfully, was one of the first times we were in front of a mic, I mean, correct me yeah, if I'm wrong, yeah, I think yeah. he even mentioned it. I think as you listen to the podcast at episode one, 
Dan gets a little more comfortable as the episode goes on talking. Right. The volume picks up. Yeah. You enunciate a little bit better. Yeah. So now we have mics that attach to the shirt for Dan and I, and I think it's really kind of takes the nervousness out of it. Really it does. Just having it does. Yeah. Because it's weird when you have like the mic right there, and you're like just trying to see like, am I close enough to it? Am I how how should I stand? How should I like you know? <laughs> That's like a Ricky yeah. Bobby. I don't know. My <laughs> yeah. Situation. Exactly. But now it's more free flowing. I feel like so just like you know, I was having a conversation in person. Conversely, yeah. I think my biggest nerve from episode one is something that I've heard called the imposter syndrome. Mm, yeah. And cool. it's something that, like I mentioned in episode one, one of the podcasts I listened to, and I listened to it religiously, is Diary of a CEO. He talks about it a lot and talks about it with his guests. The imposter syndrome is when you get successful in business, you feel like I don't belong. You feel like it was luck or like you haven't done something right. right. It's that first piece of like doubting yourself in a sense. I definitely had it when I started my first business. I had it when I started first tier performance. When the, for the first time in my life, I was completely self-sufficient having to do my own thing saying I need to succeed because it's the only choice I have. I had the imposter syndrome in the sense of like, I've never had to run a business. I don't know what I'm doing. I think that people have it when they start a new job. Yep. People have it maybe when they get a new pet. Or get I have it now sometimes. <laughs> so I think my biggest thing for episode one was, I, I don't know how to start a freaking podcast. We yeah. recorded it. I had no idea how to upload it. <laughs> and it was something that I had to learn how to do after the fact. And hope, and hope that I could figure it out. Right. And I really had a sense of like, you know, what do I know? I started a small business, sure. But I'm not sitting here a millionaire. Dan's not sitting here a millionaire. We were right. sitting in a spare bedroom in his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, right. we truthfully, I mean, at least I did, and I, I'd imagine that you felt it a little bit, almost felt like imposters. Mm-hmm. But I uploaded it, and then the responses that we got were very genuine. And it right. was, hey, it was a great listen. These were conversations that we've had or conversations that we wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. It kind of reinforced the fact that like you're not an imposter. You're just saying stuff that people don't really tend to say out loud. Right. They're just all thinking. Yep. And so, I mean, do you have anything to add about the nerves in that sense that you maybe had that I'm not touching on? No, it was definitely a little bit of nervousness there. Um, I feel like having the mic there, like we said, definitely kind of <laughs> made it a little bit awkward. You know, instead of like like Justin and I talk all the time, so it was like a lot of what we talked about the last episode is kind of like a normal conversation we would have. But, you know, having a mic there, knowing that it's being recorded, you know, having certain things you wanted to touch on during the episode kind of played into like a little bit of, you know, nervousness and a little bit of fear, you know, going to imposter syndrome as well. Um, it is tough sometimes. Get, I feel like we get in our own heads, you know, makes, you know, the situation worse than, you know, what it actually is. Um, I think as the episode went along, we did start to, you know, get into the flow of it, kind of calm down, relax a little bit. So... Um, like I said earlier, I can't wait to see like how we are, you know, a hundred episodes from from now, you know, listening back on the first one. So it'll be, you know, uh, an interesting thing to do. Um, but yeah, I think you touched on mostly all of it. All right, and I think you're right. I mean, like a hundred episodes from now, I pray to God that we have, right, you know, four businesses under our belt, big time, in money yeah. from a thousand different places, right. and you know, whatever the situation is, we we do, and our goal is to do one episode a week. So a hundred mm-hmm. episodes from now. We're two years down the road. I'm, yeah. I'm praying to God that at 24, I'm I'm driving around in a nice little pickup and yeah. enjoying life. I don't yeah. think that the monetary situation is something that really, and I think I mentioned this last episode, is something that sets you apart per se. Mm-hmm. 
but it's nice to be able to treat yourself a little bit when, oh, you, when you've never really had money. Mm -hmm. It's nice to be able to look back and be like, hey, this is where I came from. This is where I am now. Keep moving forward. Right. And you put in the work, road. too. So yeah. you want to see, you know, your work come to fruition, you know. Ooh, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Driving a nice car is not a bad thing to, yeah. to do. Everyone's yeah. got to treat themselves, right? Yeah. So one of the other things that I wanted to touch on were some of the setbacks that we experienced. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned, the first big one was audio. Right. And I've done a lot of research on different mics mm -hmm. and... Can I use different, you know, what I used for episode one, what we used was a USB mic, which was plugged right into my MacBook. Can I use a second USB mic? It wasn't recommended. You have to buy this equipment, yada, yada, yada. I did a lot of research. I told Dan, hey, don't worry about the audio part. I will take care of finding the mic situation. And I think it was last, yesterday morning that I found this mic and I ordered it. I watched a whole YouTube video. The dude walked across his yard and was using this mic. And I was like, you know what? Screw it, bought it on Amazon, and I love them. I think the yeah. quality was pretty clear. Right. And so, obviously, the equipment was a big setback, but I think the other big setback that we've kind of experienced in setting this up has been planning. And both Dan and I probably put an hour or two hours into scheduling, mm -hmm. uh, trying to figure out, you know, when are we going to get together, but then also putting together our individual notes on what we want to talk about and what we want to touch on. Right. Like I mentioned last episode, everything that we talk about is very authentic. I have an outline of what I want to talk about, but I'm not reading from a script. And it is, Dan hasn't necessarily seen my notes. I sure haven't seen Dan's. Right. We touch on, hey, I want to talk about growth and I want to talk about setbacks. Mm. And then Dan says, hey, I want to talk about X, Y, and Z. And it's like, cool. All right. We, we got to make sure that we have time to talk about all those things in the 30 or 45 minutes that we want to speak. Yeah. But it's, Figuring out, hey, I've got a lot of stuff moving on in my life, and Dan's working his nine to five right now, and you know, I go out of town this weekend, so we're recording this on a on a Wednesday night <laughs> at eight thirty p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's it's trying to work out those conflicting mm -hmm. schedules, but when you kind of prioritize what you want to do, I'm a firm believer that you make stuff work, and it's right. the same with the gym or relationships mm -hmm. or family. When you want to prioritize something, you make it work, and I think right now this and trying to grow what we're doing is is a priority in both of our lives i mean correct me if i'm wrong yeah it's, it's like yeah it's definitely correct like everyone has the same 24 hours in a day it just depends on how you use that time so like this has become like a priority for me i would say even after working you know a 10-hour day i'm like you know let's knock out an episode tonight you know since you do go away this weekend i want to make sure we're on that routine of trying to get one out at least once a week um but yeah, like that's there's gonna be setbacks and challenges that we face, you know, as we get this thing up and running. Um, but ask everyone to kind of bear with us, you know, in the process. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a learning experience for all of us. So it's like um, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to the challenge. But definitely glad, you know, we're in this together, you know. So yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean that that growth is really kind of the whole point of the podcast. I mean that's. Like I said, we're not experts. I don't. Yeah. I don't know everything about business. Mm -hmm. You know, I. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and tell you this is how you build, or this right. is how you should grow, or this is who you should hire. Right. At the end of the day, I. I don't really know much of anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, that's why like having guests on that kind of like went through that process. Like I can't wait to have you know a guest on because I'm having my notebook out too, taking notes for some time. So it's like I want to learn as I'm you know interviewing people too. So it'll be a very interesting thing to do there's a i mean there's he's absolutely right at the end of the day i have a lot of different things that i want to learn from a lot of different people and i want to figure different things out and 
I mean, like I said, learn from different people. Yeah. I don't know everything, and I don't. Right. Dan, Dan doesn't either. Nope. Not, I'm not trying to offend you <laughs> no, by saying that. No. I know a little about a lot is what I always tell people. So. I know a little about a little. It's <laughs> the way of the world. I, yeah. I'm not an expert. I don't know right. everything. I've never claimed to be. I don't really want to be. Right. I want to be the dumbest person in the room, like I said. Mm-hmm. I want to always be surrounded by smarter people. Because right. if I'm here for my ego, I'll surround myself with fourth graders that have the idea of a third grader. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. So right. I surround myself with people that have JDs, MDs, master's degrees. Right. People that are so much smarter than me and can implement that information in ways that I would never even imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I was working out the other day. I was at the gym, and I had a friend of mine approach me and ask if I wanted to venture into a new line of business. I'm not going to give you guys all the information because I don't want to kind of put that out into the world when we haven't figured it out yet. We're working on funding for a different project with a different friend of mine, and I'm going to bring Dan in on that project because I think Dan has a lot of the finance sense that him and I lack, but he has all of the, the marketing experience that I don't have. I have all of the networking. Mm. He's got a friend that does all of the social media work. Right. It is came out of nowhere that he was like, hey, I think we can really grow this. And I was like, oh my God, I think you're right. And I think that we have the networking and the, the network to do it. And it could be a really interesting thing that really out of nowhere, it's a market that I've obviously never been in and could do some really cool stuff. But if it comes to fruition, I obviously will talk about it a lot on here right? because you guys are going to see it grow from the ground up into mm-hmm. something that hopefully could rival a lot of these bigger markets. I have no idea that it'll come to fruition, but it right. might. And let me touch on that too. Like it's, it's building a team that makes you successful really. And I'm learning that through, you know, start trying to start this non-for-profit because at first I was trying to loan with it for a long time. Then I kind of kept hearing these roadblocks and, you know, these setbacks like I, I said the last episode and I finally talked to um, someone who's kind of like mentoring me through the process now and he was like, Dan, you can't do this alone. You need a team. I'm like, well, shit, I don't know how to <laughs> make a team. Like, I know how to, you know, be a leader in a sense, but how do you, you know, bring people together? So I feel like in your situation, you need somebody that knows finance. You need someone that's good with, you know, marketing or advertising. You need a people's person, you know, so you need a team to be successful. So that's one of the things I want to definitely um, learn more about and try to implement it, you know, with the not-for-profit I'm trying to start and other business endeavors too. So yeah, I mean, that's 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 the way of the world. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't know everyone, but I'm not afraid to talk to anyone. And that's one thing that I really learned from moving to Florida. You gotta talk to freaking right. everybody yeah. because you never know who knows who or who knows what or who's got how much money mm. that they're looking to put into something. I'm not afraid to stop and shake anyone's hand and get to know them because I am a big, big believer in growth through proximity. The more you talk to someone, the more that they'll kind of get to know you and hopefully learn to like you. I mean, unless you're a certain type of person, but I, through working at crunch, people just got to know me because they saw me every freaking day. And then I'm the person that, you know, I'll, I'll poke at you and I'll just kind of pick on you here and there and then you'll give it back. And, that's how friendship starts, and that's how yeah. people become authentic with each other and genuine and just learn to love up on people, really. Yeah. And yeah. that's how I've made a lot of connections, not only personally, but in business as well. And it was funny, the face that you made when I actually made that comment about my buddy coming up to me about starting a new business. Dan was kind of like, oh, I can't wait to hear about this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be cool to watch how this kind of grows down the road. Mm. And, I mean, I, I've talked a lot about growth, and one of the things that I want to touch on also 
I've talked about, you know, starting different social medias, Instagram, TikToks, you know, probably won't start a Twitter because I think Twitter's kind of, I don't want to say dying for our generation, but Twitter's mm-hmm. kind of a weird place at this point in time. So no, no Facebook? Or... Yeah, we, can start, <laughs> we can start Facebook too, I mean, but, you know, we'll put a YouTube up because I'm probably going to wind up getting a camera and we're going to record these and do some cool stuff that I think we could really, really kind of grow in different ways that I never imagined when we first sat down to the Starbucks and talked about this. All right. When we first sat down and talked about this, it's like, oh, this would be a chance for Dan and I to have a conversation outside of Starbucks once a week. Yep. But I kind of have these grandiose pictures and ideas now <laughs> that I'm like, you know, I don't start my job till June 13th, I think. I have a whole month okay. to be like, make a roadmap of where I think this is going to go and work with Dan mm-hmm. as, a, as a business partner, as a friend, to be like, this is where we're taking this. Right. Let's hop on and drive. Mm-hmm. And I think we can do some cool stuff. And I think that growth is going to be really fun for us to document and hopefully for you guys to listen to and tag along with. Yeah, and it's definitely something we have to take advantage of. You know, social media in the last few years have become the main way to market. And with us trying to get into a business and me trying to start an off-for-profit, you know, it'd be a way for us to kind of put our names out there to kind of make connections with people and kind of get the, you know, the whole listener uh, group to kind of, you know, join that journey with us as we kind of explore the ins and outs of, you know, business of, you know, starting businesses and nonprofits. So it'll be definitely a, a learning experience for everyone. Yeah. One of the things it was a quote that I heard earlier this week. It might've been on one of the podcasts. It might've been on social, no, it was on social media. I think it was on Instagram to be honest. Mm-hmm. And it was, the quote was when things don't move as fast as you hoped or as fast as you'd like, Remember that it takes six months to make a Rolls Royce and it takes six hours to make a Toyota. Mm. I don't want to put out a Toyota at the end of the day. I want to put out very good content that you guys can enjoy listening to and that you guys would like to tag along with. Or if you own businesses, a podcast that you would like and would enjoy being a part of down the road. I want to put out that Rolls Royce. Right. We're not at a Rolls Royce. I, I'm going to be completely, mm. I mean, we're driving a bicycle right now <laughs> and that's fine because we got to start somewhere all right so if we start on a on a bicycle you know at least we're moving forward we're not moving backwards yep. and i think the first step with the audio was a big step and kind of we're going to lock in that first guest here uh hopefully not next week but the week after i'm going to try and get we'll try and get that first guest on okay. we're on that bicycle moving forward i eventually want to wind up in that rolls royce mm-hmm. but i know and we know that that takes time that's yep. not a that's not a two-day thing Next week, we're not going to put out the perfect podcast that's going to have 4 million listeners. All right. Get the $100 million deal. Yeah, we know that. And <laughs> yeah. we're okay with that because we got to start small. Right. And the whole point of putting this out the way it is and as is is because we want you guys to see us grow. Mm. Right now, we're doing this in a, in a spare bedroom on a desk recording on my cell phone with, with mics that plug into my phone. Mm. That's the reality of the situation. And we're okay with that because we're starting at the ground level and we're building up. All right. As long as we don't move backwards ever, we want to keep moving forward. So as long as we keep that progression, we're, we're cool with it. Yeah. We're, we want to wind up with that Rolls Royce, but we know where we are. And I don't think that that's a business thing. I think that that's a life thing. Definitely. I just never want to go backwards in life, whether that's in my faith or in my work or in business or in relationships, mm. whatever. So yeah. when we talk about growth, it's not just business. I mean, it, it's life. Mm-hmm. You have bad days, but the whole point of a bad day, well, the whole point, but the goal of a bad day is to stop it at the base, 
your base raises as you grow. And so if you can stop yourself from falling to the base and not going any lower, I think that's a win for a bad day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, patience comes with growth too. So it's like, you know, we're not going to hit it out the ballpark part every, every episode, you know, but I feel like if we take it one episode at a time, we put the time and the work in to actually plan out the episode, there's going to be good material there. So um, it's going to be, you know, us, you know, taking our time, getting used to, you know, talking in front of, you know, people when we have guests on or, you know, talking into a mic, you know. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, patience comes with, with growth. So it's going to take some time, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to where we want to be at the end of the day. So. That's all that matters. With our two brains, you know, we're definitely going to make it work. So we got two gerbils fucking yeah. <laughs> on each other. So <laughs> that's that's pretty much all that I had note wise written down that I kind of wanted to touch on and go over. I mean, did you have anything else in regards to those growths or those setbacks that you wanted to touch on, go over, work on? I think you kind of touched on it. The only thing was like motivation. Like, what's our motivation with this old podcast? And I think we touched on it. Um, just you know, bringing people along for the ride, for the journey, um, us learning as we kind of go, us trying to get into different endeavors. So that's the motivation, at least for me, behind, you know, the podcast. I don't know if you have anything else. So I think, and I think we touched on it last week as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, My motivation in life and in business is to be very mission driven. Mm -hmm. I have gone on a couple of mission trips here and there. When I was younger, I did Kentucky after, after a tornado. My dad and I did Juarez, Mexico after a, after my high school graduation. Mission to me is very important. Yeah. And it's something that thrives when you're in a good business, when you have a good business model. And I touched on Dan being very mission-driven. I think it's part of the reason that I was very drawn to him as a friend and as a business partner because he stands for what he believes in, and I love that. Right. I don't remember if I touched on it last week or not, but one of the things that really... Excuse me, I just dropped something. One of the things that really, really stuck out to me a couple weeks ago was Queen Latifah. I don't know if I touched, touched on this last oh, week. No, I don't think so. Don't in think so. her hometown, I think it's Newark, New Jersey, I believe. Don't quote me on that. She's building uh, low-income housing in her hometown in, a, in an iffy neighborhood. But she says that it needs to be good enough for Queen Latifah to live in. Not... I don't remember what her, what her real name is. I think it's like Dana or something. Something along the lines. I'm not 100%. But it needs to be good enough for Queen Latifah. It doesn't need to be good enough for Dana because Dana will live anywhere. Hmm. It needs to be good enough for Queen Latifah, but it needs to be affordable enough for the people in her hometown that are struggling. This is a woman that owes absolutely nothing to this neighborhood at the end of the day. Hmm. She's up. She's out. She's in you know, safety. She's got the money. She doesn't need to go back there at the end of the day. She'd probably pull all of her family out there, I'd assume whatever the situation is, but she's so mission-driven and she's so committed to bettering where she came from that she's putting money into low-income housing that's really not going to probably make her a whole bunch of profit. Right. And it, it's, it's for her and it's for the people that she grew up with and it's from the area that she came up with because that's her mission, to make a better world for the people that are struggling, the people that haven't made a better world for themselves mm. yet. Not that they're not going to make a better world for themselves, they just haven't done it yet. She's giving them that leverage. The tools, She's giving yeah. them that base mm-hmm. to build off of like we just talked about. Yep. Part of my motivation is to be mission-driven. It's to be able to go into the inner city of Chicago. I'm from the suburbs. I'm not from the inner city. But it's to be able to go into the inner city and do things like Dan's doing now in his mentorship group. It's to be able to go in and help people that have 
alcoholism and that are homeless. It's to help homeless veterans. It's to go into these inner city schools and help them get the education that they need so that they can go and start their own business. I want to be able to be the mentor and to be the person that is mission-driven down the road. I'm not financially in a spot yet to do that. I want to be, by episode 100, you I pray to God I can yeah, be that mentor. Yeah, you'll be there. That's the goal. Yeah. That's my motivation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's the same for me. Is like Once I found what my purpose was, I was like, man, it was a game changer for me because I was like, now, this is what I want to do now. Like, I enjoy my, my job. It's a passion of mine to be in finance. But for me, helping others out is my purpose. So that's why, you know, that's become like my main focus. Even if it means on the weekend, you know, putting in time to send out emails or, you know, work on, you know, my, my business plan or my strategic plan uh, for getting a nonprofit started. It's like, that's the time I want to put into that because it's like my purpose now. Um, and like Justin said earlier, like, people just need, need help it's like so if, if you're in a position to help people it's like why not so that's what i kind of want to do going forward whether it be in business or starting charities later on down the road or getting this nonprofit up and running i want to you know serve people because i know like money is cool you know having money is fine you know it allows you to have more freedom allows you to be more flexible with how you kind of want to live your life but at the end of the day it's like being able to impact someone's life whether it's a kid that you know, maybe had the same upbringing as you or um, a kid that just need help, you know, or someone there to listen is like, I'm willing, willing to be that because I know what that kind of played a role for me growing up. Um, so yeah, definitely living in your purpose, living in your mission is the way you want to go. And I think that's the way you're, you know, you're trying to, you know, go towards now. So it's, um, it's definitely recommended that anyone that kind of takes the time to kind of like figure out their purpose and their mission. And once you do that, it's like, it's a game changer, so. Um, I think yeah. your work with, you know, that organization Bubba that you're working with, I think that watching you grow through them has been very impactful on me yeah. in that way. And I think that I'm a big, big believer in not necessarily giving someone a better life. There's a reason that people that win the lottery a lot of times go broke. You're giving them a different life. I don't want to give anybody or anything a completely different life. I want to give people a better starting point. I want to give them the opportunity to grow. So the comment that I made is that people haven't changed their lives yet. It's not that they can't. I don't believe in that for 10 seconds. It's the American dream is to be able to do your own thing, start your own business, start your own family, be self-sufficient. That's the American dream, and I still wholeheartedly believe in it. I know that there are a lot of people that come from worse situations than I have. So if I can bring them up to have that starting point, say, here you go, hit the ground running, let's go, let's have success, let's have fun, and, and let's, let's make enough money that we can be self-sufficient. I don't want to just walk into a neighborhood and be, you know, here's a check for 50 grand. Out, yeah, Robin Hood style. <laughs> yeah, you know, at the end of the day, that, that money is going to get spent because that's yeah. the life that they know. Right. These people know da- dangerous lives in a lot of these neighborhoods. So if you can go into these neighborhoods and be like, just make it, I don't want to say better, but I will put them in a situation where they're, have an impact, put them in a situation where they're more likely to succeed, Mm -hmm. you give them the opportunity to do it themselves. And I think that that's a lot more meaningful than to just give it to them. Yeah. It's a trickle down effect too. It's like you having an impact on someone else's life then allows them hopefully to then have an impact on someone else's life. So it's like, it'll continue that cycle to where, you know, they'll help someone then the person they help might help someone. So that's kind of like 
what I envision, at least every time I try to, you know, help people is that, you know, hopefully they'll, you know, think of, oh, because Maya Angela has a quote and I might butcher it because I'm bad with quotes, but um, it's people won't remember what you said. People won't remember what you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. So each and every time I interact, whether it be like a kid from the mentoring group, I try to make them feel like I'm there, like I'm present with them, because that's sometimes that's all they need is someone actually listening. So hopefully they'll, in the next 10 years, you know, have an impact on that kid's life who will then get into mentoring and can then have an impact on another kid's life. So it's like trying to start that cycle, hoping that, you know, it comes full circle is like my main, you know, at least it's my vision, you know, so hopefully it kind of plays that way. That trickle down effect reminds me of, and it's both a commencement speech and he now wrote a book about it. And I would recommend both of them to everybody in the world. And I actually am a little upset. I didn't bring it up last week. It's, I haven't read it in a while. It is by an ex-Navy SEAL. I don't remember if he's a, I think he's a colonel. Okay. It could be incorrect, but I think he's a colonel. His name is William H. McRaven. And back in the mid-2000s, I think it was like, might have been 2012, something like that, he gave the commencement speech at the University of Texas and talks about the life lessons that he learned through the Navy SEALs. And one of the biggest things that he talks about is if you can change 10 lives, mm -hmm. 10 lives, whether that's changing you know, how they operate or putting them in a better situation or physically saving their life in some way, shape, or form. Right. You know, obviously being a Marine, he saved a life or two, and that's awesome. If you can change 10 lives, those 10 people then go and change 10 lives. Mm -hmm. Then those people go and change. That trickle-down effect, I think he said in three generations, you'd be sitting at like 100,000 lives changed if it all trickles down correctly and each 10 people right. change Did 10. their part. It yeah. skyrockets if you could impact 10 people in your lifetime. Yeah. And that's just, if you can put them in a better situation or if you can make them happier or help pull them out of a darker time, mm -hmm. the changing those 10 lives is, I think, part of my mission at this point. Yeah. And that goes into part of my motivation. Right. And it's... Dan honestly kind of like unlocked a memory that I forgot I had by saying that trickle-down effect when he brought that up. So I'll say it again to go ahead and read the book or watch the commencement speech. It's on YouTube. It's about 30 or so minutes. It's William H. McRaven. The book is called Make Your Bed. I would recommend them to everybody and their mother, just like I have said about a couple other things in this, in this podcast. It is, it's very meaningful and it's something that really touches me and has had a big impact on my mission in the Right. Let's think of like what the world would look like if that were to happen like that. You know, it'd be a much better place than it is now. You know, so if we can just somehow instill that in everyone we kind of meet, you know, that'll make the world a much better place than what it is now. All right, guys. I mean, did you have anything else to talk about? I think that we that's pretty it. much covered all the, yeah, the growth, the learning, yeah. the setbacks, challenges, setback, motivation, the motivation. Yeah. Pretty much that was the whole point of today's episode was, hey, you know, we F up. Everyone Fs up. It's right. part of the world. It's part of life. It's part of business. Mm -hmm. We want to see you. Want, we want you guys to see us grow. We want to see you grow. So give us your comments. Give us your feedback. Right. We're going to go ahead and go through our question of the day. 3,000 questions question? about me. Oh, boy. We're going to go with question 1,292. Have you ever walked a tightrope? Like a literal, like a literally a tight rope. Um, if it's a literally like a tight rope, I have not. But I think in life, I feel like we all kind of, you know, walk the line, whether it be, 
you know, one foot in a situation, one foot out. So I'm not sure if that's what they mean. I'm going to take it that take way. Take it metaphorically. Right, metaphorically. Take it okay, metaphorically. Okay. I'll take it that way then. There's been times where, you know, tightrope situations and it kind of like reflecting back, it made me realize like you got to be either all the way in or all the way out, especially like when it comes to business and, you know, surround yourself with business minded people. It's like you got to realize you're going to have to have people that's with you for the long haul. Right? Yeah. You know, so you can't, you know, have people that's wishy-washy or people that try to like talk you out of, you know, what it is that you're trying to, you know, um, accomplish in life. You got to, you know, be all in, in a sense. So I've learned not to tightrope in situations and just, uh, you know, be all in. I think hey, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one. I, I think everyone's pretty much taken the metaphorical tightrope. <laughs> In regards to business, I think it's kind of teeter-tottering between, you know, hey, I work my nine to five, but I also want to do this on the side, and I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want okay. to do this. Right. At some point, like Dan said, there is that commitment that you have to just be like, you know what, I'm going, I'm hitting, well, don't hit the ground running, but hit the rope running and, and just go make it happen. And one of the things that I've said a couple of times, more so in the last episode than I did in this one, is succeeding because you have to, not because you want to. When you're yeah. up on that tightrope, you have to succeed. Right. And I think that that's another piece of doing this business-wise. You're up there with no net. There's nothing to hold you to that rope. you got to cross it because it's the only choice you have. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to go splat go through, and yeah. fall on your face. Yeah. One of the other things with tightroping, Dan's absolutely right, is that just having the right people and having the same goals in mind. And mm-hmm. so when you have someone that can walk the walk and not just sit there and bark up a tree all day, but you have someone that's willing to walk that tightrope with you, mm-hmm. I think that's really important. I think that Dan's someone that I've kind of discovered over the last two years getting to know you, that you really walk that tightrope mm-hmm. when you say you're going to. Right. And it's, I have a lot of respect in that regard because, you know, if I if I was a little reserved, I think you would pick up and walk across that tightrope and just be like, he's going to come eventually. Right, <laughs> right. I see you across. Yeah. yeah, I'll see you on the other side. You're yeah. good. Let's go. Right. You know, I look over it and I'm like, wow, that's a daunting task. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can do that, whatever. You know, I look up and Dan's three quarters of the way there and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go. But I think he also knows that I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we were kind of teetering on doing a podcast and doing this, I was like, hey, I started a, I started a company, I bought a bottle, see you on Monday. Dan's (laughs) like, what just happened? Oh, this shit is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people sit on that teeter-totter back and forth. You got to surround yourself with people who are willing to walk the tightrope, and I, like I think that. that's part of the reason that Dan and I also yeah, I like are that. That was <laughs> good. Yeah, well. That was good. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. All right, guys, that is all that we've got for episode two. Thank you guys so much for tagging yeah, along. Thanks again. Yeah, we hope that you guys see the growth that we're trying to work through. Right. And like I mentioned last episode, if you guys have any feedback, we would love to hear it. We love the feedback and the support that we got with episode one. And, you know, shoot us a text, give us a call. If you see us, come talk to us. We also now have an email. It is swbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. I will put that out on social medias. We'll also have the Instagram and the different social media accounts up hopefully later this week. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks again. If there's anything you want us to discuss or talk about, feel free to reach out and let us know as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point too. So if you guys have prompts or ideas or things that you want spoken on and touched on just to get a different insight let us know we'd be happy to bring it up on the next episode or down the road thank you guys so much another good one all right have a good one